0: Lazy turnip in, and it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from. Let's see here. Oh, it's from friend of the show Kelly Carter, a blood elf druid who still doesn't say where they're writing from. Anyway, they write, "Dear Tosh Mafuni, would your goblin friend Rijak know a good lawyer? I met a lady Moonberry in Ardenweald that wants to see about their use of her name." Without permission. Oh dear. Uh, sincerely, Kelly Carter. Well, what a great letter, Kelly. Uh, I have to assume that Lady Moonberry is concerned about Moonberry Juice, the fine folks who sponsor Jan's Huddle. You know, Professor Talip and I were just talking this morning about our show's sponsors like Moonberry Juice, Keen Bean Kaffa, and Nessingweri Safari. We used to depend solely on grant money from local businesses here in Half Hill, but it was actually Rijak who convinced us to take on paid advertisers. And longtime listeners will recall that this has caused some problems. So you can assure Lady Moonberry that starting with next week's show, the Half Hill Report is going to cease paid advertising and go back to grants. So, no need for lawyers. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, farmers throughout the valley are being overrun by vermin, sprites, and other pests as a direct result of adventurers and heroes being drawn into the ongoing conflicts in the Shadowlands. In response to this issue, the tillers hosted a meeting to discuss possible solutions to this matter. Attended by representatives from the Heartland, the Imperial Granaries, and the Silken Fields, the meeting was intended to develop an advertising campaign designed to attract heroes back to the valley. Unfortunately, the meeting was disrupted by an irate group of Hosen who stormed the meeting to protest the fact that they had not been invited. The Tillers released a statement afterwards expressing regret over the apparent oversight and that the Hosen would be invited to any future meetings if they would promise to refrain from um, throwing... um, Duke. Hey folks, you know you're always invited to experience the great variety and bargains at Half Hill Market. Wintervale is over and that means planning for spring planting season. And no one in the valley has better prices or selection on all the seeds you'll need than Merchant Greenfield. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rizhack Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field, brought to you by Keenbean Kaffa. Take it away, Rijak. Hey there, college. Rijak here with a war report from Revendreth. That's got a nice ring to it, don't you think? War report from Revendreth. Yes, yes, indeed. As a goblin who knows something about advertising, I'd recommend that to you. Anyway... Here I am in Dockhaven in the afterlife. Not a place I thought I'd see in my lifetime. <laughs> anyway, but I got to believe there are big business opportunities here. For example, the other day I met a guy named Provisioner Draco at the Inn in Waynecrypt Hill. We got to chatting about our mutual interests and he asked me to deliver a package to a broker named Taruka who can be found at the night market turns out to be a little place way down on the southern coast run by the same guys I told you about when I was in Bastion. Yeah, the Brokers, and specifically Cartel Ta. In this little corner of nowhere, Taxera, otherwise known as the matron of the market, runs an operation collecting herbs and stuff for thrall knows what reason, but I bet it's profitable because they got a lot of stuff going on there. They got one big building, but you can only go into a tiny part of it. The rest of it is all just locked doors. One of the traders just outside the night market sells a thing I just know is profitable, preserved berries. But they wouldn't sell me even a single one for any of the currencies I've been carrying around. College, one thing I gotta say about the afterlife is they got an awful lot of different kinds of money. Everybody just makes up their own currency, and it gets a little confusing, even for me. I gotta put a whole extra basket on the mule just to carry all the different currencies. Eh <sighs> gets a bit tiresome. Anyway, none of the ones I had with me worked for broker Taruka, but I'm gonna keep those berries in mind as a possible source of income later. <laughs> Another broker by the name of Tan La, the identifier, claimed to sell identities for the right price, but they were really just a fortune teller with some vague guesses about my past. (sighs) And I also discovered why everyone is always asking me if I have any extra meat in the mule's basket. Turns out broker Tatru accepts meat as currency for some really useful items, although why they sell those way out here in the edge of nowhere, I don't know. Seems as if they'd sell a lot more in Bastion. I'm going to suggest that to them if I ever find a way to talk to them about such things. These brokers are a kind of clannish and secretive group. And I think they got a monopoly on a lot of the business that goes on here in the afterlife. It also turns out that Broker Taxera runs an auction of sorts of rare imported goods. But she didn't give me the time of day when I was there. Just refused to talk to me at all. I guess you got to have some kind of status with the brokers before you even have access to that market. This is a hard place to break through, college. It's going to take all my wit and resources to make my mark in this place. Those broker cartels got a tight lock on the market, and it ain't going to be easy for an outsider to get a foothold. Thanks, Rizhack. The Rizhack Report is sponsored by Kaja Cola, Tiny Bubbles. Big Ideas. It's also sponsored by Keenbean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keenbean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, with the Feast of Wintervale behind us, it's going to be a quiet month coming up in Azeroth, but the Dark Moon Fair returns tomorrow for its week-long celebration of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. And at the end of the month, is the Kirin Tor Tavern Crawl, which we'll talk about more as it gets closer. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, last week you told us you were going to meet Rijak in Maldraxis, but I didn't hear him mention you in his report. What happened? Hey there, Tosh. So, I go to Maldraxxus to a place called Theater of Pain to meet Rizsak, but he never show up. By the way, I don't recommend Theater of Pain. Oh, really? Why not? Well, there is only one play, Going Constantly, apparently about gladiators. Not much story, just constant action. Okay, duly noted. So, what did you end up doing? Eh, after I wait for a long time for Rizsak, I decided to go back and join cousin Demesis and her girlfriend Tilly in Reventrath. And Tosh, and this is going to make you very happy, they are at inn at a place called Wayne Crypt Hill. That was so unique, I decided to do in review this week. Wow, no kidding? Tosh, why would I kid you about that? I guess I'm just a little surprised. I mean, you have to admit, you've been... Sort of insistent that you don't do in-reviews anymore. Okay, so this week I make exception. Well, great. So tell us all about it. Okay, so you remember last week we had to talk Tilly out of leading labor riot in Darkhaven. The Mises figured best way to take Tilly's mind off this is to go to another town where maybe she can find something else to worry about. Nearest town of any size is Wayne Crypt Hill. Tosh, this is interesting place. The Mises tell me this is main town in Forest Ward, where group of ventir called Hopebreakers do something called the penitent hunt. That sounds interesting? Eh that's one word for it. Tosh, the Mises tell me not to tell Tilly about it. The Ventir actually release souls into forest with promise and hope that they have chance to get away oh dear i don't like the sound of where this is going right because these poor souls have no chance to get away whole point is to create hope and then venti run them down and destroy their hope oh no i know right plus Ventir are just collecting enema from these souls to pay tithes to corrupt leaders. Yeah, I can see why Demesis didn't want Tilly to find out about this. Seriously, if she find out she would probably go enlist with Prince Renathal's Rebellion. So, let me guess, you took her to the inn and got her drunk again? That was planned, yes, but unfortunately the inn didn't sell any food or drink. Well, I guess that makes sense. I don't imagine their normal clientele needs either of those. Okay, we know that now, smart guy. But I guess the inn still left an impression on you, huh? It really did. First of all, the inn at Wayne Crypt Hill is in a crypt, as you might expect. But for a crypt, it was pleasantly cozy. Innkeeper Soul Trapper Valistra keeps place warm and well-lit with many red candles, torches on wall, and large braziers, and a surprising amount of detail in decorating. Decorating? In a crypt? We were surprised, too. There were a number of paintings on walls, and in main room, there was some sort of altar, I guess, with painting of what must have been important venter person. Um, wouldn't a painting in a crypt be of the person who was Entombed there? I guess so, I don't know. And it seemed rude to ask. Okay. So what else about this inn left such an impression on you? Well, like I am saying before, it is so clean and cozy for a crypt. Floors are clean, it is dry and warm, nice wall hangings and carpets all in red color palette. Huh, red, huh? Sure, sort of. Uh, what would you call this color? I'd say blood red. You know, Velmic. These Ventir, they sound an awful lot like the vampire. Oh no, not like vampire at all. They're not blood drinkers, just anima. But Velmic isn't anima, a life force like blood? Oh, that's right. Ah. <sighs> Okay, so the Venthyr, who aren't vampire, but have their inns in crypts... Okay, okay, you make your point. Maybe they are like vampire, but they still keep nice inn. You know, they even have two private rooms off main room of inn. Oh, places for sleeping? One of them, yes. Very cozy and warm with nice vase of flowers. So, not bad place to spend the night if you don't mind spending night in coffin. ew, a coffin? You know, this sounds a little like the inn at Torren Mill. Eh, maybe, but cleaner and smells better. (laughs) Ha, I see what you did there. So, what about the other room? Well, in that room was person named Provisioner Draco. Interesting guy. Snappy dresser. Odd hairstyle. Wait, wait, hang on. Professor Draco? Velmek, That's who Rijak said he met up with in Revendreth in his report this week. He's apparently working some sort of business deal with him. You guys must have just missed each other. Seriously? Oh, well. I'm sure we'll catch up with each other. Cousin Demesis and Tilly seem to really like Revendreth. So, I'll be visiting there often. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then... Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka Tosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Drop by for a visit sometime, won't you? And when you do, don't forget to ask Denden Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pendarins at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining us again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week for another hilarious episode of The Fighting Fizz Wrenches. This week, Safi wakes Grizzek up in the middle of the night, again, to tell him she's worried about feathers. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.